0: Today's gonna be unique, today's gonna be different. Uh, I had the privilege here recently, we have we have Pastor Chris Kavon in our church this morning. He's on sabbatical, he pastors here at Lifesong Church right across from East High. And uh, he kinda helped set all this up and helped me reconnect with Bob Laughlin. Bob is a uh, prophet who now lives in Indiana and it was some 25 years ago that he was speaking at a church in Springfield, Oregon and uh, the Spirit of God just uses him to identify people that God wants to speak to. And he spoke over my life that day. And I didn't forget a thing that he said. And what is so neat about his ministry more than anything else, I saw a humble guy that just wants to be used by the Lord. And so I don't know about you, but there, there are things that COVID introduced that I am kind of thankful for. And one of those is being able to connect with Bob through Zoom on a Sunday morning. It's, it's pretty cool. So everyone just wave at Bob right now. And um, what, what I'm going to do is he is going to be unmuted and it is completely turned over to him. Bob, it is yours.
1: Thank you so much. Can you hear, can you hear me? Oh, I see a hand. Can you see me? there you go it is so good to be here in des moines although i'm in indiana it's amazing to me not too long ago i was speaking to a church in washington state and it 2200 miles apart it's just like i was just behind the pulpit just looking at people it's amazing what technology can do and god has knows no limit he can do whatever he wants to do i can see you i can see everybody coming in i can see everybody and it is great, you, a wonderful group of people that have come here to worship the Lord. Uh, if you would bow your heads with me one more time, let's go into prayer. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, that Lord, that everybody's here that's supposed to be here, that Lord, by your, uh, your divine providence, that Lord, if there's somebody outside that needs to be inside this congregation, we pray that you bring them in. Lord, we, we give this service to you, what is said, what is done, Lord, we know that you've got a plan for everyone that's in this room. And Lord, we pray that you'd be with us this day. In Jesus' name, amen. You know what I've learned uh, by studying, by talking with people is that God knows everything. He knows everything about you and he, he, lives, he lives in the present. He's lived in the past and he lives in the future and he knows everything about you. He knows everything about your family, who's gonna be born, who's not, who's gonna die tomorrow, who's gonna live to, for the next 20 years if we live that long before the lord comes but that's one good thing about the lord is he 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 brings people in and talks to them speaks to your heart and i believe that's what god's going to do with you today also through a time of worship we've had today and and yet there are other things that he's speaking to people he loves you to begin with you need to know that you are a wonderful group of people that he has brought from all kinds of backgrounds and so with that in mind I just, the Lord just, I was up early this morning, (laughs) about two o'clock, and uh, praying about today and wondering about what God wanted to say and what God wanted to do, and there's a scripture uh, that he brought to mind out of Acts chapter two, a portion of scripture you probably read uh, has to do on the day of Pentecost, uh, a day that uh, after Jesus rose from the dead 50 50 days later, uh, it says there was about 120 people that came into a room much like this, uh, to pray, and to worship, and to seek God. And so we find ourselves at that place where the scripture says in Acts chapter two, verse two, when it says, and suddenly there was a, a sound from heaven, as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. And the fact is, is that, uh, Peter, the apostle afterwards, because what had happened in that meeting is that they were suddenly, and I love to speak on the suddenlys. Uh, he, the Bible uses the word suddenly 40 times, 30 in the Old Testament, 10 in the New. But in the book of Acts, there's three important ones, but just this one he said suddenly there was it was like a rushing mighty wind i remember one time uh marsha my wife and i were we were living in eugene at that time eugene oregon and all of a sudden everything's quiet just like it is right now and there was a wind that sounded like a tornado it wasn't supposed to be as quiet outside and all of a sudden for 1 hour there was a 70 mile an hour wind that was recorded that it was that they said was the jet stream that had come down to the ground. And for an hour, we just sat there and there was nothing you could do. Uh, trash cans going down the, the, the road, uh, all kinds of things happening, but it was suddenly came upon us. And the fact is, is that God does things suddenly. And, uh, but in this portion of scripture, he says that the Holy Spirit came upon them suddenly. Peter speaks a a message, a sermon to to people after this and and quotes Joel the prophet hundreds of years earlier, who uh, prophesied this very thing, that he said that he would come upon all people. He said that he would fill them and the Holy Spirit would come upon them and their old men will dream dreams and I have dreamt my share and young men shall see visions And even on handmaidens, and even on the women in the area, he says he would come upon them and and pour out his spirit upon them. And I think that's something that God has designed in this church, especially. Uh, You wonder at times, uh, because we're we're all dreamers at times, but uh, we wonder why the Lord has done what he has done. And we come to this place in our life where we're in the, I, you know, it's the kind of thing I've shared it this way with people. When you're 15, looking at 50 looks impossible. When you're 50, looking at 100, it goes really quick. The older you get, it goes downhill fast. And the fact is, we're sitting here and and some of you probably never thought you'd come to this point in your life, uh, whether you're 15 or whether you're 80. It didn't make any difference. You just wonder and you think back past where everything had brought you up to this place in your life. And for some of you, I'm not prophesying that you're going to die some uh, soon. Some of you may live a few days or 50 years or 100 years. We never know. It's appointed unto die and then once the judgment. You don't know what's going to happen uh, tomorrow, uh, nor do I uh although the type of ministry that i have um i've been a christian for about 50 years and pretty much all that time i've been an evangelist or been involved in evangelistic work and dealing with people and their souls and their lives and their children and their churches and uh, the elders of the church the pastors of the church i love to teach i love to preach but i love to pray and i have prayed for a lot of people through the years um, I did not know that Pastor Keller was in that service a long time ago, 25 years ago. I didn't know, I don't to this day know what I said to him. Um, I often forget as soon as I walk out the door of a church uh, what I've said. But God knows, and the people know. And so this morning we will pray for some people. uh, But the Lord, as I was up this morning, the Lord said, uh, share your story. Explain what's going on, let them know. And uh, I, I just wanna share for a few moments this morning, I, my story, I get a chance to give a testimony about not that who I am makes any difference, but where I've come from, I guess does, in the sense of how God can change a life. I was raised a Catholic in Cincinnati. Um, uh, Irish German family and uh, I was an altar boy and and some of you may understand some of that stuff that's where I came from. I thought I was going to be a priest at one time and uh that didn't come to pass obviously. I went in the air force during the Vietnam war and um I didn't go to Vietnam. I, I was at another place and some Baptist Baptist guys came through the barracks with a with a bible and handed it to me and I started reading and and I got close to coming who the Lord was. And then I came back to another base in Washington State and January uh, 12th, 1974, 10 o'clock at night, I was weeping and kneeling and, and the Lord met me and brought me into the kingdom, I accepted the Lord. I said yes, one of the best yeses I ever made in my life. I said yes to him, I didn't know what that would mean. I. Uh, they told me if I ever became a Christian, they said do two things: go tell somebody and go to a church that preaches the Bible. The next that was a Saturday night. The next morning, Sunday morning, at six o'clock in the morning, I went to a friend of mine who was living with a girl. I knocked on the door and the girl comes out, and and I said, "Last night the Lord get, came into my life. I became a Christian." And she wipes the sleep out of her eyes and shuts the door, and that was it. And I went, I looked at the newspaper and it said, Open Bible Church, uh, which you are a part of. And uh, I showed up on the doorstep at open Bible, open Bible Church, and I, I never looked back. But not too long after that, I went to Bible College, and I went into prayer meetings like everybody did in Bible College. They asked me to pray, and and um, when I prayed, I uh, Sometimes I would pray and people come up afterwards and say, well, how'd you know that's what I was thinking about? How'd you know I needed that? How'd you know I was praying about that? And so I knew God was doing something in my life, not that I'm any different than anybody else, but God started to develop the ministry that I have and started to introduce me through dreams and uh, visions and, and mentors that other people were involved in like ministry, uh, Uh, prophetic ministry. I don't know what you know about me and that really doesn't matter except the fact that um, what I do and God has anointed me to do I've done for a long time. I've told people I'm not an expert in anything, but I do have experience. I've been a lot of places. I've seen a lot of things happen. And God has been very good to me. And so I say that in the sense of really just describing somewhat what I do in the book of uh, Corinthians in chapter 12, when it talks about nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I've seen all nine. Some, some theologians believe there are 32. I'd say there's nine des- described as set aside, uh, describing what God would do, and as he gives to those he wants to, these kinds of gifts. And, but I've focused in on words of wisdom, words of prophecy, and words of knowledge. And that's what God has done in my life. I didn't know this is what God was gonna allow me to do, that he would give me the privilege of being able to pray for thousands of people in different places, Um, but he did. And uh, so I say that in trying to describe what I do. Uh, There's times that God gives me, I can look at somebody and God will give me a word of wisdom to give them in, in prayer or talking with them like we're talking right now. Uh, there are times that uh, that word of wisdom is something I can no way know except God tell me. It could be a, a portion of knowledge because he lives in the past and the present and the future. He knows everything about you. I've seen God speak to people. They they have no idea that something's gonna happen in their life. And I'm not a psychic, I'm not in the psychic hotline. I, I People have called me prophet, called me seer, one lady in Seattle came up and says, I know a lot of psychics like you. And I told, explained the gifts of the Holy Spirit and what's the real and what's the false. And the fact is, is that through a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, a word of prophecy, those three things is what I've focused, focused in on in my life and my ministry. And the fact is, is that word of knowledge is something I can know. Like I said, I can know and know unless God unveiled it to me. And uh, I've seen him unveil the past. I've seen him unveil the present and the future. I've seen him unveil the past. I remember praying for somebody in California that uh, there was, uh, the Lord shared with me, there was somebody in their past and their ancestry that prayed for them by name long before they'd ever been born. And, well, I, did, I was told later on that he had died and uh, on the operating table, never had a surgery before he died and god took him to heaven and, and and he met different people that uh you know and in heaven that he had known and then he met an old lady uh that described her she described herself to him in heaven as being his great 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 grandmother and he says well i had a guy that prophesied over me when i was on earth said that i had an ancestor that that uh prayed for me by name before I was even born. And she said to him, he said, that was me. The fact is he knows the past about her life. And the one thing he will never reveal, and by the way, I learned this through experience. If God speaks to you from somebody in the church or me or anybody, God will never reveal what's under the blood of Jesus. He has thrown it out as far as he can throw it. Whatever you've asked God forgiveness for, he's forgotten that's past. He says, Behold it. He says that the the past is past. And he's opened up the future to you. So if God unveils something, believe me, he unveils something that's going to happen, that he that he knows what's going to happen. He often does it in a dream. He may do it in in a vision. He may do it by a person. He's speaking. He may do it by your reading the scripture. You may be reading something that God speaks to you. Something he and he often does through reading scripture. A word of wisdom is, uh, by the way, these are words of prophecy, words of knowledge. Of word they're not books; they are a phrase. They're a paragraph. They're uh, they're a piece of the puzzle. I've explained it to people. Sometimes we all have a puzzle, a puzzle board. And a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, as God speaks to you through reading scripture, He puts together maybe one piece, maybe two pieces of your, of the puzzle of your life. And you wake up someday and there's another piece there. He unveils something. He's as, as you walk your life out as a Christian. He doesn't put the whole puzzle board together. That's your journey in life. A uh, word of not, a word of wisdom is something I could, um, it's something that I could get the knowledge from from the scriptures or from somebody sharing it or from the God speaking by the Holy Spirit, but it's what God would do in a certain situation. He gives wisdom to you so you would understand what he wants you to do. The word of prophecy is both foretelling and foretelling. He can tell the past, present, and future, like I said, and often does tell the future. And you wonder, well, why does he have to do that? Sometimes he tells you for to pray about it. Sometimes he gives you uh, insight so that you can be uh, cautious of what may happen or what may not happen. Uh, God gives you insight, especially when he gives you the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. This scripture on these 120 people, the scripture says the Holy Spirit came upon them and they started, started speaking in tongues and languages in that day in Jerusalem. Uh, there were a lot of people from other parts of the world that happened to be there. And they started to listen to these 120 that were speaking in an unknown language, uh, a, a strange language, but they started to understand that there were some of those people speaking in their own language from other parts of the world. Uh, it's, it's an interesting thing. I know in my own life, uh, I had become a Christian 74 in January, but in October, I found myself in Cincinnati at an Assembly of God Church. And the president of Moody Bible Institute, it's not necessarily uh, known for being a Pentecostal school, um, the the president had become baptized in the Holy Spirit, spoken tongues, and he told a bunch of people, 100 people or so in the congregation that, you know, this is what happened to me when i spoke in an unknown language that god had filled me with the holy spirit and then all of a sudden there were people in the group that i was at and they just started speaking in in tongues and i did also i first time i ever experienced anything like that and uh, i spoke in a language and i was praying to god and somebody behind me and a voice said pray the, pray in this language every day i don't know If the voice was human or if it was God, I I don't know. But I do know that God uh, did something in my life that changed my life. I started to see things that were black and white, I did before, and all of a sudden, things were in living technicolor in my life. I started to hear from the Lord in a way that is clear. I started to see things in the night that I never saw before, in in visions and dreams. And and, uh, I've heard many, many accounts some people, they've asked the Lord to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and they're driving in their car, and they start speaking in a, in an unknown language. And I've seen people that in, in camps and in retreats and, in, and in their homes and different ways and God has God has ministered to people, much just like yourself, uh, that you wouldn't think that God would pick you, but God will never if you ask God to come into your life and when you become a Christian the Holy Spirit comes into you and and he's with you and directs you in all truths and righteousness the scripture says but there's there's a, another experience that for many people the scripture says that he comes upon them in such a way where that that he anoints them to speak in an unknown tongue. And you say, well, why would he do that? I mean, in the fact is that we pray to God in a language that He understands. That I understand. I may not understand, but somebody else might understand. And and some people speak in tongues. Some people don't. But it's very much. He's very much alive and doing something in the church worldwide uh, that empowers them to go out of the, this these doors and go preach to and minister the gospel to other people in school and where you work and where you live. It's an it's an unction, uh, it's an empowerment. And then God gives people and uh, people like yourself. I don't know what God's gonna do with your congregation except the fact that I know he's there. And I know what God has spoken to me. He's, he doesn't lie, he never lies. It's impossible for him to lie. I know when God's speaking to me, and I know that He's going to touch you, as a congregation. That the the people that are sitting here today, next year, are not all going to be here, and there's going to be a lot of other people that nobody knows their name until they come. He's going to expand the walls of your church. He's going to expand the walls of of uh, the community. Uh, your pastors have prayed that you'd be able to reach your community for the kingdom of God, and God's going to honor their prayers. Um, God's going to do great things uh, because he loves you, because he cares, because somebody a long time ago prophesied over this church. He says, I will do nothing unless I first reveal to the prophets. And somebody was praying about this community that you live in. I have, I sort of, No, a little bit, just a little. I've spoken at different churches throughout the years in uh, Des Moines. I love Des Moines, I love what God's doing there. I love the people there. It's a wonderful city. God's got his hand on them to to reach out to people. And especially in the church, in the churches in your communities, uh, that he would touch you and touch your children and touch your grandchildren and touch your parents to be able to reach out and expand the walls. And that's what he wants to do in this church. And he's gonna use some of you, if not all of you, he's gonna do some great things. So I say all that as a foundation, not only where I've come from, but where you are and where you're going to. And I'd like to, uh, the opportunity to, to pray a little bit uh, and maybe share a few things and uh it, the one thing I know that uh, as I do this, um, I don't know if your pastor is close by, since I can't, oh, he's right there in the front. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Aaron. Do you happen to have a microphone? I I see it now. Um, I'm gonna um, call a few people up and I'm wondering if you could give that, at least give that, Microphone so I could identify. Are you taping this by any chance? Uh, I mean, are you taping the service tonight? Yes. Today? We are taping. No, thank you very much. Um, And by the way, is your wife in the sanctuary?
0: She is sitting two rows behind me, I think. She's got her hand up.
1: Where is your hand so I can see you? And your name is? Wendy? Um, Lord, I pray for Wendy in the name of Jesus. Lord, I don't know her, but God, she's come a long way. You And Lord, she's got an anointing in her life to deal with people. Lord, give her discernment of spirits. The people, the ladies that she ministers to in the days to come, some uh, are bound, some are oppressed. Some have children that have been lost, and they're praying and 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 wondering what to do with their children. May Wendy be able to speak to them uh, words that will change their life. Lord, give her your anointing to be able to deal with people that nobody else wants. We pray that God, that you would uh, that her prayer life in the next three years would grow so greatly um, that God that. Uh, that in her her private times, that, Lord, that people will understand she doesn't even know people are listening. But God, in the days to come, people will be listening and she doesn't know it. And that's just the way you want it to happen. But Lord, that she, her influence would be uh, great uh, with the ladies, not only of this church, but in the community. Lord, I pray that you would bless her um, financially in the days to come in ways that she'll be able to give in a greater way than she's ever before. Lord, I pray that you would give her heart at peace. May may her heart be at peace when her husband's gone. And Lord, give her words of wisdom that she'll be able to deal with her children and that she'll be able to uh, pray for them and that she'll be able to lay her her hand on her, every one of her children. And they would sense there's someone that loves her, that cares for her. Even when other people have left, Lord, she'll always be there. And God, we pray for this this couple in the name of Jesus, in Your holy name. And then, for um, there's a young lady, um, uh, one, two, three, four in the front row. Aaron, right here, closer up. Fourth one in, that's her. Uh, who is that?
0: That is my daughter.
1: That is? Yep. Hi, I see that waving. Well, I didn't know, but that's the one the Lord spoke to me to pray for. And um, I was sitting here, and, and he said to pray for her. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, you've got a ministry for with children for her in the days to come. Lord, other people's children are own. And God, I pray that in Jesus, I pray that she would not, um, that she would not, uh be worried about what hasn't happened. But God, she would stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. That people look at her and realize that there is somebody that's been called to minister, to, 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 to lead me. Lord, the scripture says, and a child, child shall lead them. And God, we pray that she would lead many, many, many hundreds into the kingdom of God. Lord, fill her with your Holy Spirit in such a way that that uh, Lord, other gifts would rise up within her. That Lord, she'd be able to pray for not only children but uh, others, other people's children, her own children, and 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 relatives, distant relatives. That Lord, that uh, she'll be able to pray and see miracles happen. Lord, may people look at her and say, "This is God's doing, and it's marvelous in her eyes." I pray that Lord, you watch over her. Uh, bring the right people into her life and god we people that you've called anointed people we pray in the name of jesus amen amen um there's a young man in the front row aaron before you go too far um in the blue shirt on all the way down he was an usher earlier this guy yeah who are you
0: uh nathan walker is my name
1: uh, are your parents here?
0: Yeah, yep, they are.
1: And could you tell me where they are?
0: Yeah, my dad's in the sound booth in back. His name is James. Okay. And my mom is off to the uh, right here in the blue dress.
1: There's okay, it's in different places. Yep. Um. Is is your your name's Nathan? Yes. And how old are you, class? I, I am twenty-five. Twenty-five. Um, you're a you're a young man that uh, uh, has so much. <laughs> it, it's hidden, but it will be brought out in front where everybody will know. Uh, you you're a person that has God's hand on, on your life. Uh, God's called you to reach people. Uh, you you've been called to lead people to Christ on personal level, on a corporate level. Does that mean you'll be in the ministry? Yeah. Does that mean you're going to go to a Bible college? I don't know. Um, there are some people go, some people don't. But God's called you to to reach the souls of people. Um, you never a lack a dollar to do what God's called you to do. God will provide for you in ways that uh, you weren't looking for. It's like putting your hand into the fish's mouth. That, when God, uh, Jesus, had spoken to one of his dis- disciples to go uh, get money for taxes. And uh, you're one that uh, will reach up and God will put money in your hand. You don't even know where it comes from, but you'll know it's from God because you're going to need it. You're going to need it to do what God's called you to do. And he, he will never call you to do anything and that he doesn't provide. He will be the Jehovah Jireh of your life. He will provide for you miraculously and you'll bless people all the days of your life. Uh, You're not gonna be alone in this. God will bring you the right people in your life uh, and uh, you'll know it's God. You're a sensitive young man. Uh, Sometimes you can't even describe what's in your heart to people, but God's gonna give you uh, the right words to say Uh, he's gonna put your heart out in front of everybody in the days to come. Um, he is with you and he, and he cares. He loves you very much. Um, there's a a guy in the back, Pastor Aaron, if you could go through this, no, this way on the other side, that way, go down the aisle and another usher on the left-hand side of you. Yes. That's the guy, yes. And and who is that?
0: My name's Josh.
1: And Josh, who's next to you? My wife, Courtney. <laughs> and do you have a baby there? No.
0: <laughs> no.
1: I see I see a bassinet on the floor.
0: That's her sisters. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> That's
1: all and who's her sister?
0: Uh, Chelsea Thomas. Oh, she's in the nursery
1: okay um i saw you holding a baby is that correct? not you but you're yes yeah and and can you tell me your name again the baby's name no 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 hers uh you, your wife's name courtney courtney what is the baby's name by by
0: uh you layla Layla. Okay. Sorry.
1: No, it's okay. Father, we pray for Josh. We pray for Courtney. We pray that God you'd minister to them. Lord, I ask that you would touch them by your spirit, give them direction by your Holy Spirit. May you direct them into the future. May the next two to three years in between, two and a half years, may it be the best years of their lives God rise up in their in in the night and speak to them, we pray. Minister to them in a way that God that they will be able to write it down. And and it'll almost be like a book of all the miracles that you're going to do in their life. And Lord, we pray that family members, uh, distant family members will come close to them, even in, in some sort of a reunion, I a meeting that I can see them in Josh giving the testimony of what, God, you have done in their lives, and God, we pray that you would be with them. Lord, use this this young man's uh, mind for the kingdom of God. I pray that, God, when he sits down at a computer in the days to come, Lord, give him wisdom on what to do with it. I don't understand it, but, God, I pray that, uh, Lord, that you would minister to him and through him to his family. And God, we just ask that you minister to them and in, in, even in their neighborhood, Lord, I sense where they live. We pray that God, that even though there are, there's a dark side of their neighborhood and a light side, and God, we pray that the light will seek them out for answers and may they be ready to give the answers that they're asking for, to protect them in the name of Jesus. God, we pray you'd be with them. And Lord, this young baby, that's in the nursery, Lord, that we don't know, that's related in some way. And God, we pray for this child to be be, uh, taken care of in a special way. Lord, I know you love children. Lord, you said, suffer not the children to come unto me. Lord, this child, we pray for your anointing and protection. I pray that, Lord, as this child grows, that, Lord, that uh, also the Holy Spirit, uh, your Holy Spirit, would be there. And then, Father, uh, the whole family would realize this is a child that, God, that you've protected, that you've watched over, and you've got a plan, a wonderful plan for. We pray that this child will be uh, a happy child in the Lord, full of joy, your joy, we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Um, Um, I know pastor Chris I saw him up here in the front row um, over the road is he still here
0: yes he is. is is this
1: your daughter the third one in yes and and who is that Harper I'm sorry Harper Harper um How old are you? Ten. Um, I don't know what you know about this kind of ministry or anything about me. That doesn't make any difference. But you got to know that God's hand's on your life. He's going to give you a series of dreams. Write them down. Not all dreams are bad. God's going to give you dreams that you're going to be able to see in the night. Write them down because you are a dreamer and God's gonna bless you. He's gonna bless you with the right people coming around you in the days to come. Somebody's gonna love you that, that you did not expect, and someone that has an anointing of the Holy Spirit in their life. You are a called out person, called to minister to people, called to minister to people, not only your peers, but also older people. You'll find yourself ministering to older people as much as you will with younger people. You are a special young lady. Your whole family, I could pray for every one of your brothers, sisters, and all that, but you've been called out to lead many of them in a very special direction. He's got his hands on you, and don't don't ever look back. Look forward to the future because it's great. It's big. It's huge. Um, Can we move the Chris, the camera this way a little bit. Thank you. Um, It's not that I'm blind. It's a little hard for me. The farther back we go, I I can do pretty good. But um, thank you. He's putting on a, Chris is great. Can not get into this Zoom lens here? Um, this lady, that well, this is gonna be a tough. Aaron, uh, could you come around the other side? Yeah. And there is a lady in the in the middle. Yep, a little farther up. I think it's there's a guy with a blue shirt on and the lady right next to him. No, you got your hand right up. Right. A little bit farther. This a little way? bit farther. No, a little bit farther back. A little bit farther. It's right back. on the end. Right Yes. Here. That's you. Who are you? Helen. Helen. Yes. Um, now, this is a personal question, Helen. And I, I know we're 500 miles away, but how long have you been a Christian? For fifty-three years fifty-five years. I'm getting there close to you. <laughs> um and through all that time, you've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, but yep. a lot of good. And you gotta know how much God cares for your life. Yeah. Don't dis- don't despise uh going to your knees because God is listening to your prayer. You've been praying for your husband. You've been praying for family members, for children, for uh, uh, people's grandchildren. You've been praying for people that that uh, they don't even know it, but God is, God is pleased with you because you've prayed when it's been difficult, physically difficult, been hard at times because you've prayed and you haven't seen things come to pass sometimes, you're wondering what's happening, but God has not forgot your prayers. God is going to honor your life in the days to come in such a way. He's going to honor the prayers for your husband. He's going to honor the prayers for your family. And and some are going to come into the kingdom before you, uh, before God calls you back home or calls you home, or if there's a rapture before you, before you go, but before I go, God's gonna bring people that you've been praying for to, to come to know him. It looks impossible for some people, but God is the God of the impossible. He does things that look absolutely, they, they, they can't happen, but you're gonna start to see miracles in people's lives, because you've prayed for years and years and years for them. So don't give up. God loves you, cares for your life. Thank you. Um, uh, there's somebody said I. Uh, I hope he prays for me. The um, in their heart and fact is is that. You can get a word from the word of God, in the scriptures. Any day, anytime. And it's just as it's very, very important. As you read the Bible, God speaks to you. And most of the times what I give to people is really a confirmation, not always, is a confirmation to things that God's already spoken to you, but He confirms out of two or three witnesses, a thing will be established. The fact is, is that, that many of you have been studying and praying through the word and God has spoken to you, saying, and it's been difficult because as I prayed for Helen, sometimes it's it's a process of just trusting him. In fact, it's one of the greatest things that you could ever experience in your life. If you learn to trust him, you and I have to, we need to know what God is saying, when we were supposed to move, when we're supposed to stay, uh, what he wants us to do in life. Our world is so weird <laughs> of what's going on in the world. You, you wake up and something new has happened every morning. It's it's, it's happening so quickly, and um, you you need to know what God is saying for you and 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 what He's saying to you when He says go and when He says stop. We all need that. From we need to obedience is key to, to listen to God, hear what He says, obey Him, do what He tells you to do, and and he will bless you. Obedience always brings blessing, always. Uh, there is a, a lady, Pastor Ellen, Aaron, if you come this way, come back this way and come down this other aisle, if you would. Yep. And there's a lady in right now, right? Stop right there. Yes. Right there in front of you. Yes that's it could you tell me who you are glenna 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 and uh do you know this pastor yes pastor do you know him her yes sir and you're still smiling (laughs) just kidding um you're sort of a hidden person a person that Everybody, there might be people that know who you are, but they really don't know you, but not like God does. God knows you. He knows everything about you. He hears your voice inside to him, and he sees you, and he has seen everything you've done. He's seen everything you want to do, and he sees everything that's happened to you. You're the kind that uh, people have left behind, and God has... Uh, uh, brought you back into the forefront. He has brought you out of uh, a dusty, dark past. And I say that in the sense that God, because all of us who have been there, and God has taken us out and pulled us out, and has put his arms around us, because he loves us. And that's what he's done to you. Sometimes you wonder why God bothers with you. And uh, you need to know that he died and and saved your life and your soul, and he cares for you. He will never leave you alone or forsake you. Though I'll be with you always until the end of the age. He will he will protect you. He will put what the scripture calls a hedge of thorns around you. Uh, he talked about Israel as a nation. He wanted to protect them, but he's talking about you he's put a hedge of thorns spiritual thorns uh a hedge hedges keeps people in and keeps other things out and he's he's got his his life his hands around you with protection uh, from the enemy and uh from your own mind because you're a dreamer and uh, and God has protected you from yourself he loves you cares for you. He really does. And he'll bring people all the days of your life who will care for you and and, and watch over you. You've got all, you've got a great life ahead. And it's been God's blessing. Um, there are, um, I see the Kleenex being passed around. That happens. Um, Uh, Pastor, up in the front row uh, next to uh, your daughter. There's another young lady who has dark hair. And yes, and could you tell me who you are? JC. Tracy? JC. JC, okay. Um, and are your parents here? My mom is. Where's your mom? I don't know. She's here, so I see her. She's in the back with her hand raised. Um, um, You're you're a a young lady that uh, that people have tried to uh, pigeonhole. I can't like put into a box. And uh, you are uh, you've got so many talents and abilities. And some people know you and some people don't, but but God knows you, and he's given you these abilities and talents to touch people. And uh, don't ever be afraid of what God knows about your life. Um, I have had people, I remember one lady, uh, one young lady who didn't want me to, I came back to a same church that I had been to before, and uh, she told her parents, uh, said uh, she didn't want to, uh, she didn't want to be out in the service so that I would call her out she was afraid I was gonna call out her past and and she volunteered for the nursery and in the service I said there's a young lady in the nursery and I need to pray for her so she came out and I she had to be in front of everybody anyway <laughs> and you're the you're the kind of person that uh don't but ever be afraid of what God knows what he would do he would never do anything that would embarrass you or or uh, uh uh, belittle you in any way. you're a very talented young lady uh, God's hands upon you his hands upon you to reach young people. He, he's going to give you words to say um that will uh mesmerize people. They'll, if if I could go up 20 uh, uh, 20 years in your, into your life you'll you'll accomplish so much, that uh, books could be written about your life and uh you people say well i don't i i know her i i don't see that happening and it doesn't matter god sees it happening he knows that the beginning and the, the end the alpha and the omega of your life you are one that will reach your peers for god uh you're another one like nathan who uh I prophesied concerning uh, money, God will bring every dollar that you need to bring you to success in him. And uh, you will never lack for finances to do what you need to do. in God, God's, uh, God's, uh, he's got his hand on you for for growth in many ways. And one of us is financially, you'll see yourself giving there'll be a day coming, that offering plate will go past and you're going to put some money in it and the Lord will speak to you that it's not enough and you'll put more into it. It'll be down the road, you'll find that God will give you a hundredfold whatever you put into it. God's going to bless you. God's going to bless you financially for the kingdom's sake. You're going to be a great giver to God and God will bless it. Um, Uh, there, Pastor Aaron, there's, there's a, next to Nathan, there's, there's a guy there, I think, who is it? Who is that? Kelton. Kelton. And, all right, is this your church? Yes, sir. Uh, how old are you, can I ask?
0: 24.
1: Boy, those were the days. Um, (laughs) long time ago. Um, uh father i pray for this young man in the name of jesus i pray that god that uh lord he also is a dreamer that that Lord, as you gave him dreams in the future that lord that he would know what's the right dreams what comes from you what comes from the enemy we pray that god that you would minister to him that he would be able to understand other people's dreams and make them come to pass that he would that he would understand what they're talking about what they're what they're speaking to him. Lord, as he sits behind a desk in the days to come, many people coming before him, sitting in a chair before him, as he interviews them. Lord, may he have discernment of spirits, knowing good, the evil, between, and, versus the good. May he see the good that comes in front of him. But God, may he also be warned and cautious of, the, of people do, who are bringing the evil in front of him. We pray, that, and God, that he would have the gifts of the Holy Spirit in his life to be able to deal with people's problems. Lord, even as and the word counseling comes in mind, as he counsels friends and family and people around him, God give him wisdom. Lord, may they be wondering where did this come from. May they know that it's from God. And, God, we pray that you'd be with Kelton, that, Lord, that uh, in the days to come, as he has a pen in his in his hand and he's writing he's writing many checks in the days to come that that Lord that uh that the finances would not be uh be lessened in any way that that those checks would all be good as he's ministering with the finances to other people. Lord may he be a counselor in the days to come to people who need to hear counseling from you. We pray that God that He'd be able to reach down into people's hearts and see the good and the bad, Lord. You said in the last days that people call evil good and good evil, Lord. We pray that He would see that in people's lives, and he, what He says to them would make a difference, and it would uh, save their lives because of because of His wisdom. We pray He'd be with Him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um. Uh, Pastor Aaron, if you could come back this way again, yes, sir, and go down this aisle and go all the way up, and on the right hand side, there's there. Um, Chris, can, can you come any closer back there? Um. Um. Okay. He, he there says he doesn't have the appropriate
0: but, lens to do that.
1: <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> uh, the, turn your the other side. There you go. There's a lady with a, a blue, like uh, yeah. That you? Yeah, that's you. Betty Joe. Betty Joe. Mm-hmm. A- and and uh, is is this your family here? My husband and my dad. Oh uh, oh, some generations here. Um, your husband's name is who? Kevin. 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 Okay. Um. Lord we do pray for this couple we pray for the family and God we pray that uh that they would again like i prayed for somebody else that uh, that their lost family members in in their time would come to know you Lord may there be uh a, a move almost like a revival in their family and Lord i know there needs to be something to revive and God we pray that Lord you would take these that are lost and God that you would that they would be found Lord you have a way of of speaking to people that that seem so closed And God I pray for the family members that seems like they've pulled the shade that Lord that would be lifted up And God we pray that you would do a great work in their family Lord may there be a revival of the hearts of people in this family Lord, we pray that uh that uh Lord Betty Joe, that Lord, she'd be like many others that I talked about, uh, that her dreams would be written down for another generation to look at. And God, we pray that uh you would use her in in interpreting dreams, in seeing dreams and watching dreams come to pass. Lord, we pray that you'd be with their neighborhood where they live. Lord, may there be also a revival in the neighborhood. Lord, we pray that God, you would you'd minister to those people that are hidden in homes all over that neighbor, neighborhood. And God, they would come out and then so that people could see what's really going on. We pray for your wisdom to rise up in the neighborhood uh, so people would understand that you are the, you are the Lord uh, of, of hosts. And God, we pray that, God, that uh, Betty Jo would be a a catalyst with people who are seeking direction and wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, There are other people that are probably thinking, I need prayer, I need this. Um, But I really felt this is where I needed to stop. And Pastor Keller, would you uh, please come up and uh, close in prayer the way you want to
0: yes sir let's lift our hands to god lord we thank you that you are a benevolent father who loves his children god and we thank you for lord the words that you speak over us god to reveal the, the plan that you already have or, Lord, what's been done, that it, it is all in an effort that we might be drawn closer to you, God. Be your servants, hear your heart, and, Lord, do what you have called us to do. Lord, I want to lift up Bob and Marsha, God, that you will just bless them Continue to just strengthen their household, God. And Lord, as, as you have started expanding Bob's reach beyond measures which he never imagined, God, that you will continue to do so. And Lord, we we thank you for days like today, where Lord, you just just your your abundant love is made evident to everyone in the room, God. We thank you, Lord. We just we just ask that as we go. We go back into our neighborhoods, God. We go back into our workplaces, Father. That, Lord, your hand will be upon us, that, God, we will be sensitive to your spirit speaking, and that we will speak out with boldness and confidence, Father. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name.